Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here's the snap to Allen in the shotgun. Back to pass. Steps up. He's got running room in front of him. Fakes the throw. Cuts it back at the 10. Down to the 5. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. Josh Allen, the beast, has been released. Chris Brown on the call for our electric play of the game. It is brought to you by Town Mazda and Town Hyundai. Check out their exciting lineup of EVs at townauto.com. Sal Capaccio with you here on the Extra Point Show. By the way, I forgot to tell you, as I always do on a Monday, because I was so into it right away to just get into it. Uh, We are live on the Facebook stream as normal, so if you want to watch on video, say hi. Get out your frustrations, vent there. I, I don't read the comments. Don't say that. Don't, don't. That doesn't mean you can just say whatever you want to me, pal. All right, no. Uh, so, but I, I see them sometimes, but I, I can't really get into them too much or respond to them because I'm doing the radio show. But it's your chance to comment and talk with other fans as well on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com/slash/wgr550. Check that out. We're live right now. We do it every Monday here on the Extra Point Show on a Buffalo Football Monday. Taking more of your phone calls. Uh, we'll get to a lot more in a little while. By the way, Josh Allen just incredible yesterday, right? I mean, that was Josh's best game of the year. One of his best games as a pro. He only completed like 56, 57% of the passes. He dropped back 51 times, though, in a, a in rain. I mean, it was wet the whole game. And it was still amazing. The throw to Khalil Shakir down the sidelines. Fabulous. Just was like kind of zip right past me. And I'm like, oh, my God, how did he fit that one in? And then um, just a few others he made. And a couple of calls you heard right there. But uh, he was incredible yesterday. Once again, we're talking about a game Josh Allen didn't deserve to lose. The Bills didn't deserve to lose. But they did. 37-34 to the Eagles. Let's go to John in Buffalo. Hi, John. You're on WGR. Hey, Sal. Uh, so I just wanted to say, you know, just speaking out loud, like what will it take for McDermott to be fired at this point? I mean, he he pulls players all the time for making mistakes. You know, he'll fire coordinators. And, you know, he throws his team under the bus and he faces zero consequences. I mean, this guy. Well, I don't think he throws the team under the bus. Let me just stop you there. We'll get to the other part in a second. I think he's actually very, very good at never doing that. He protects his players. He doesn't do that. He generally never throws anyone under the bus. Now, he does make coaching changes. He did this year for the first time in season, but that happens in the league, and many people wanted that to happen. Did you not want it to happen? Sale, would you consider not giving Josh Allen those 20 seconds throwing the team under the bus? and letting the game go to overtime? Oh, no, I would not. Throwing someone under the bus is when you come out in the media and you throw someone under the bus and say it's that person's fault. That is throwing him under the bus. Okay, well, I guess we have two radically different definitions, but go ahead. No, I I I mean, I would consider that not giving your team a chance to win with 20 seconds left. That's what I would consider it. 
all right, well, you know, agree or disagree, but, you know, McDermott, you know, he's at this point, he's just a soft chicken. You know, the way that he's pulling his defense so far back. and all. John, let me get to your first question so we don't get too far off this. I'll, I'll, I'll answer the question for you since you asked it. What would it take? The answer is it would take Terry Pagula to want to do that. Now, you can call up and other people can. and I could sit here and anybody can and say this should happen. The question is, what does Terry Pagula think about it? And as I said earlier, and I don't know if you, you caught it, I just don't think he has an appetite for that. Now, it could happen because these things keep happening and piling on, as you're pointing out, the losses and the chances and the close games, that you know, the things like that. The little things about pulling players out of the game, I don't think Terry Pagula is getting into the weeds of all that with Sean McDermott. Sure, it's part of an overall evaluation, but I think it's the close games, the losses, how these things are happening and they're mounting. However, my opinion is, from where I sit, John, Sean McDermott has built up enough goodwill and trust with Terry Pagula over seven years that he's been here that he won't do that. Now, it doesn't mean he can't, and what it would take to me would be them disagreeing maybe on coaching staff changes and things like that. It could get to a point where it could happen, John, but to answer your question, what would it take? It would take Terry Pagula to feel that way. Yeah, I still, I, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I've just, you know, we've seen too many of these games as Bills fans you know, it, it, no, it, I get it. You want it to happen, but your question insane. is, what would it take? It's, it's going to take the owner to feel the same way. Yeah, no, I, I just think it's pure insanity at this point. Okay, uh, because he just keeps making these, you know, same mistakes. But. Yeah, thanks, John. I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't think. By the way, I just my definition of throwing someone under the bus is basically blaming people and throwing them. In, and then Sean McDermott doesn't do that. He did make a coaching change this year, by the way, which most people wanted. So I think, you know, that was good. You could argue it too long. It took too much time to do that because I think the offense now has had life in it. Looked really good the last two weeks. And maybe maybe it was the wrong call in the first place. And that's on Sean and that's on Brandon. That's on the organization in the first place. And Josh Allen, who endorsed Ken Dorsey. You could also go back to that. Those are organizational decisions that he's a big part of. Um, but if you say not giving your quarterback a chance to win with 20 seconds left, that's not throwing the team under the bus to me. That's playing too conservatively and scared to have something bad happen to you instead of using your all-world quarterback to get 45 yards and 20 seconds at one timeout, which I think they should have done. And again, on that situation, to me, throw a swing pass to James Cook. Throw something very conservative that can get you maybe some yards. You get 10, 15 yards on first down because they're playing prevent, you're in business, and we'll see where it goes. Let's go to Kevin in Florida. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Sal. I don't envy you at all today. So uh, I'll start. I'll start with that. Hey, uh, one quick question, then I got a couple more things. Yeah, buddy. I know Josh. Uh, I know Josh. Afterwards, in the post game, uh, when they asked him, and I forget who it was that asked him about taking the knee, and he said it was the right choice. Do you think that deep down inside, he believes that was the right choice? It's or always saying that because that's what. It's always tough for me to go there, Kevin. I mean. I don't know. I mean, he, that's what he said. I can only buy, go by the man, what the man says. It's like, it's like the Stefan Diggs discussion, Kevin, when people say, well, he says he wants to be here, but he really doesn't. I mean, then you're just calling him a liar. I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard for me to say. It's a, it's a loaded question. You know what I mean? Um, I, look, at, I, I think all competitors want a chance to win the game. They want the ball in their hands. They want to do that. But at the same time, I think Josh Allen trusts you know, what's happening around him and the decisions made because you know, I think he believes in – um, I do think he trusts and believes in his coaching staff and his head coach at the same time. I don't know. I, it's a tough question for me to answer. I really don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. I understand that, and, and I totally respect that. And listen, I know a point earlier that you had 
I totally agree. Uh, I think McDermott is a good head coach. There's, there's absolutely no deny, denying that. But when the same thing happens over and over again, right, yep. uh, obviously with the 13-second game, everything like that, he just cannot find a way to win the game in these clutch, you know, these clutch situations, right? I think he coaches to not lose rather than to win, and that's the problem. I don't care what he did in the past. He can take his participation trophy. Thanks for, you know, changing the culture in Buffalo, breaking the drought, doing all that kind of stuff. But I believe that if a quarterback and a head coach don't win the have never won the Super Bowl past five years, right, in their first five years together. I, think, I think that's the stat. Yeah, I think that's right. That's what I thought. Look at the Eagles. They fired Doug Peterson, what, two or three years after they won the Super Bowl because he wasn't getting the job done. Obviously, he's done great with turning around Jacksonville. There's no denying that. But at some point, I think we need to wake up. I understand the trust Harry has in Sean and Brandon. I I get all of that stuff and the goodwill. But at some point, look, he fires the, the the defensive coordinator while Leslie left. But we can take that for what it is, right? At this point, the defense is on Sean. You can't play seven yards off the ball when they need five yards. We need to coach to win the game, and it falls on the defense. Yet another game, Josh Allen did insane things because he's a superstar quarterback, and we still lose the game. For Josh to have to have this coaching staff in his prime years is, is absolutely a shame. It is just a shame. There's guys out there that we can go get. I'm sure we need to get, and I don't like this guy whatsoever, Jim Harbaugh, right? If Jim Harbaugh can do what he did with Colin Kaepernick, who I don't know anybody that could say Colin Kaepernick is a better quarterback than Josh Allen, let's let's see what's going on with him, right? How about Eric Bieniemy? Why not go grab him if Ron Rivera doesn't get fired? How about Ben Johnson in Detroit? Look at what he's done there, right? I just don't understand it. We need to give Josh a offensive coordinator as a head coach and not a defensive coordinator and somebody that's willing to give Josh, you know, the ball, and, and, and one last thing here. Do we think that the uh, the kneel with the 20 seconds was or, – or I'm sorry, let me go back. Do we think that the timeout, even though Sean loves to ice kickers, which the kickers in the NFL are making a bunch of money anyway, so I don't really think that works, but did he have PTSD back to the Broncos game when we didn't know how to count to 11? Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I – I think uh, Bernard was out there counting the guys to make sure everybody was on. I was watching that. I think it was him. Um, it's a good question. It's been brought up this time. Uh, Kevin, I, I'm going to – good stuff, good thoughts. I appreciate you and the kind words. And, Kevin, don't ever feel bad or sorry or unenvious of me. I have the, I have the best uh, job, buddy. I get to p- talk to people like you for a living about sports. It's all good, man. Thanks, Sal. Appreciate you. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Yeah, don't ever – I mean, I was wet yesterday, but I'm still on NFL sideline living my dream. So don't ever feel bad or sorry for me. I'll never do that for myself. It's it's tough on a day like today, but I'm here for you. And, you know, we can agree or disagree, and that's what we do on a Monday. Good calls so far, really good calls. And I know, I mean, Sean is really under fire from a lot of you, and I think in a lot of ways deservedly so. I do think it gets lost in the weeds, a lot of the really, really great things he's done for this organization. But at some point, you do also look and say, look, these things keep happening. Why do they keep happening? There has to be questions about that. What I fear, what I fear is that this team, this group of players, is kind of bonded together by these losses, and they keep happening, and they haven't had one of these wins. Of all these games, of all these games, they've had these close games, end of the game, one-score games. They haven't come out on top on one of them. And it's almost like a fait accompli, which is, 
when you're in that situation, you almost expect to lose and you don't do the things to make sure you ensure the win. The last time that happened was Kansas City last year, regular season, I guess. They did that. Von Miller, really nice play. Taron Johnson makes the makes the interception. But then it becomes a mental thing. It's very similar to when you are always in tight games and win, and you think no one can stop us. It doesn't matter the situation. We're going to win. And that's what people talk about with the Eagles. All the last, this whole week, it's all I heard about the Eagles. They just find ways to win. They just find ways to win. They're down. They come back. They find ways to win. And it just seems like the Bills are finding ways to lose at the end. And that becomes something that gets attached to you as a coach, as a player, as an organization. And you, But you need to have at least one where you finally say, hey, look, we did this. We can draw on that. They don't have that. They're 0-6, 0-4 their last six in overtime games, including two in the playoffs, despite having the ball first in this particular one, despite having the ball first against the New York Jets. We all know what happened to Kansas City. They didn't have the ball first. They wind up losing. The overtime rules get changed. It's still the same result. So, yes, there's going to be a lot of those questions. Those things have to be asked. And I'm just here to tell you that I don't think even by asking them that Terry Pagula would make a move on Sean McDermott because I think that he believes that Sean is still a really good coach and the right guy for the job. Doesn't mean there can't be changes. Doesn't mean there are things that can't be tweaked. That might not be what you want to hear. And you know what? He could do it. I mean, anybody. It is the NFL. Heck, Frank Wright got fired today after not even a year. That's a very impatient owner. There was the whole thing with quarterbacks and him calling out the owner. There's a lot of stuff that went on there, right? But it happens. It's the NFL. So nothing would ever shock me. Nothing would ever completely stun me if something like that were to happen especially when you have conversations about how to go forward, if you have disagreements about that. But I'm just telling you from where I sit again, guy called up earlier, said, what would it take? It would take the owner to believe that, you know, one year of a rough year is enough and I'm going to move on after all the success, yet no Super Bowl, no championship, no conference championship, but success that they've had with him. And this is an owner that took over and suddenly had Doug Marone opt out and then had Rex Ryan for two years. Look what has happened since then with this coach. So think and put yourself in Terry Pagula's spot and say, look, I don't want to go back to that. And you could say, hey, that's the wrong way to think. That's, that's you know, owning scared instead of coaching scared. But I get that sentiment in a lot of ways. It was 20 years of no playoffs. And I get having a fear of that. On top of the fact that they just gave him a contract extension, you don't want to be paying you know, three more years, and that shouldn't be the determining factor, but it always is something to consider, I guess, especially when you have a new stadium come in and those kinds of things. All of this stuff has to be baked in. All of it. That's why I just think it's not as simple as just saying, he made this bad to call, he made this bad decision, kneel down and go fire him. It's not that simple. It might be for you as a fan, I understand, and you're frustrated today. 803-0550, we'll take a timeout. Good stuff today here on the Extra Point Show. Glad to be along with you, glad to be talking with you through it. Sal Capaccio on WGR. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.